get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's Michelle. I'm Randy. Let's head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And Bobby Nightingale covers the Cincinnati Reds for the Cincinnati Inquirer. And he's with us on 101 ESPN in St. Louis. Bobby, this is Randy Carricker. Thanks so much for taking some time with us this morning. How's it going? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Well, let's start with this because we talked to Greg Amzinger every week. And last week he said that the Reds were his most disappointing team in the National League. Based upon what you thought during spring training and what you're seeing now, uh, would you tend to agree with that statement? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think they've definitely underperformed uh, expectations. The offense was the number one thing they wanted to improve in the off season, and they've been one of the worst offenses in the league. You know, I, I think it's more disappointing the fact that the starting pitching, for the most part, the, the last two games against the Cardinals notwithstanding, um, you know, the starting pitching kind of lived up to the hype. Trevor Bauer's been as good as advertised. Sonny Gray's been great, uh, except for last night. And then, you know, the offense and um, the bullpen kind of, it's cost them all season. And, uh, you know, they're, they're in big jeopardy of not making the playoffs, which with an expanded postseason format, I mean, that's a, that's a big blow for them. Bobby, I want to circle back to just the offense. When you diagnose what's been going wrong with this offense, what's the problem? What seems to be ailing them? It's weird. I, I, it's hard to figure that out. I mean, I, it's just like one of those things where everyone's slumped at the same time. And, you know, maybe there's one guy who's hot, and then the rest of the lineup's been pretty bad. You know, for a while, Joey Votto was off to the worst season of his career. Uh, he got benched for three games, and now he's been the best hitter in the lineup. Uh, Jesse Winker, he started off, I think it was like one for 23 to start the season. Then he's now he's one of the best hitters in the league. Um, you know, Nick Castellanos, he started off, he was, you know, started off as one of the hottest hitters in the league, and then he's really cooled off and just been okay since maybe the first two weeks of the season. So it's just been one of those where all the guys they thought they could count on, A. Eugenio Suarez has slumped this year. Um, you know, those guys, Mike Moustakas, those guys haven't produced like they thought they would. I wondered about uh, Suarez and, and the shoulder injury early. Do you think he's affected by that still? I think there has to be something to it. I mean, he he, he says no uh, publicly when we ask him about it, but it, you just think it has to be somewhere in the back of his mind. You know, when guys have shoulder injuries, it always seems like it takes a year or two before they're playing it back to their regular level. And how good he was last year, you know, it's been a huge drop off. His power's still there, but he's just not making the same amount of contact that he did last year. And for for a guy that they're hitting cleanup and he's hitting under two hundred, I mean that. It just kind of shows you the state of their offense right now. Bobby, what's the sentiment amongst the Reds organization? Are they starting to feel a sense of panic that they haven't been performing up to the level that they expected to, or do they still have confidence that they're going to figure this thing out? I don't think they're in panic mode just yet. I I, I do think they're frustrated. They're concerned. I I think they realize, you know, there's only 24 games left in their season. 
I think early on it was one of those that it has to turn the offense has to turn around at some point. We have too much talent not to. And you know, in a 162 game season, maybe that's the case. But I think it's once the calendar flipped to September uh, yesterday. I, th- I think that was kind of a wake up call, being like, okay, there's there's really not that many games left, um, and not much time to turn it around. Even if you're confident at some point it will turn around. Bobby, we sit here in St. Louis and wonder about the Cardinals' desire to get one more championship for guys like Molina and Wainwright. And I'm sure fans in Cincinnati are saying, are they ever going to get one for Joey Votto? For as great as he has been, it'd be a bummer to see him go through his entire career without making a World Series because he's been that great. He he has been capable of being a centerpiece guy for a World Championship team. Absolutely. I mean, it's the shame is the prime of his career was as the team was rebuilding. You know, it, obviously it just didn't work out when they gave him that long contract. They had to enter that rebuilding mode after their last playoff appearance in 2013. Uh, but you're right. I mean, he's he's been the face of the franchise for more than a decade now. Borderline Hall of Fame candidate. You know, you you, you can tell the. I, th- I think you know they're at the back of his window. He's still under contract for a few more years, but. You know, Father Time's undefeated, so you you can tell there's some urgency on his part, just trying to be a part of winning clubs and um, you know trying to win a playoff series because that's something he hasn't done in his career. Bobby, if you had to handicap it right now, do you think the Reds will be a playoff team? You know, I, up until maybe yesterday, I, I felt like they would be. You know, I, it, all it takes is one good week to kind of slip into that eight eight spot. But losing sixteen to two last night, that was. And a must-win game, and that guy's talking about how important uh, the series against the Cardinals was. Uh, you know, that, that, to me, that was kind of like a fall-on-your-face type loss. You had Sonny Gray on the mound, and he had the worst start of his career. I think that, uh, to me, that was like the first time where they look like, okay, maybe things aren't going to turn out for them this season, um, and maybe that hot week will never come. And, Bobby, I thought the Reds, before we started the lockdown, during regular spring training, I picked the Reds to win the division primarily because of the starting pitching. And as you mentioned, Gray has been great until last night. Bauer has been everything they've expected with a 2.13 ERA. But Luis Castillo, who was so good last year, is 0-5 with a 4.10. What has happened to Castillo? Yeah, I think it's just one of those things where I think everyone realized you know, they chase this, this change up is the best pitch. And I think teams are just saying, you know, we're not going to swing at anything outside the strike zone. You know, no matter how good the changeup is, we're just, we're just going to swing at strikes. And I think that's been the hardest thing for him is he's kind of had to reinvent himself a little bit in the fact that teams just aren't chasing pitches as much as they used to because he doesn't throw a ton of strikes. And, and, they, and the rest, to their credit, also haven't played good defense behind him. I think he leads the league in unearned runs. Um, and some of the earned runs, I mean, it's just a, attributed to bad defense. He, he seems like he's, of all the pitchers they've had, he's had the worst luck in terms of just one bad inning. It'll, things will snowball because of one bad defensive play, and then his ERA skyrockets a little bit. But I, I think he's been pitching better than what his numbers indicate. Bobby Nightingale, interesting stuff, an interesting team this year. The Cards and Reds play one more tonight before the Cardinals get a day off tomorrow. We appreciate your time, and hopefully we'll do this again. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you, Bobby. Bobby Nightingale of the Cincinnati Inquirer on 101 ESPN. By the way, the Cardinals and Reds only have three more scheduled games pending what happens tonight, and those would be September 11th, 12th, and 13th here in St. Louis. So as bad as they have been, if you're the Cardinals, you'd probably like to see them a little bit more. For sure. But you get the Pirates a lot, and you get the Brewers a lot, so you got to take your chances and try to beat those teams. Absolutely, Randy. Cardinals should go on and... 
not should, the Cardinals have the capability of going on an amazing run. I'm telling you, you look at that schedule from September 10th on, doubleheader against the Tigers, three against the Reds, five against the Brewers, five against the Pirates, Mm -hmm. three against the Royals, uh, one, two, three, four, five against the Brewers. That's not a daunting schedule at all. No, certainly winnable. Yeah, so get through this upcoming stretch with the Cubs and Twins. Try to come out of that at 500 or or above. It's seven games. Try to come out of that four and three, three and four. Then take your chances the rest of the way. Yeah, you hopefully after that you've put yourself in a good position. Coming up, we're going to talk to Danny Mack, the voice of the Cardinals on FS Midwest, who has scoops with Danny Mack coming up in the 10 o'clock hour here on 101 ESPN.